You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Have you ever planned on stubbing your toe? Of course not, right? Left? I mean, have you ever planned on not stubbing your toe? Probably not either, right? After all, stubbing your toe always happens at the most unexpected, random, and annoying times, right? And you're wondering, why in the world am I talking about this? And would you believe me if I were to tell you, in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kisisa, we almost witness Moshe Rabbeinu, quote-unquote, stubbing his toe. And... I mentioned the word almost because we know the phrase, right? Almost never counts except for horseshoes and hand grenades. Um, I think you have to be from like born in the 70s to know it. Um, I was not born in the 70s. However, I was taught this phrase. But, you know, think about what it means. Almost never counts except for horseshoes and hand grenades. The way it works is that, you know... Horseshoe, the game of horseshoe, when you throw a horseshoe, the closer you are to the ring, the greater amount of points you get. Hence, almost actually counts. And a grenade almost also counts because, well, it kind of speaks for itself. Um, so, where do we witness in this week's Parsha Moshe Rabbeinu almost stubbing his toe, almost hurting his feet? Where, where do we see such an idea? And I want to share with you a chizkuni that I found in chapter 32, Paraklamid Bez, verse Yudtes, verse 19. And the chizkuni says something that is mind-blowing. The Torah tells us, Vayishlach miyada. Moshe Rabbeinu threw the luchos, the tablets from his hand, right? This, is, of course, refers to the episode in the Torah, which is this week's parsha, one of the greatest sins ever committed by mankind, which was the sin of the golden calf, the Egil Hazav. And, <clears throat> and Moshe Rabbeinu comes down the mountain. He sees, he witnesses the Jewish people have degenerated. They have gone down. The people have become corrupt. And Moshe Rabbeinu saw, you know, the Emes Liakov points out, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't just hear about the fact that they created this idol and then threw down the luchos. It didn't work that way. Moshe Rabbeinu only threw down the luchos once he witnessed one thing. And that was Mechalos. Once he witnessed that the Jewish people were dancing around Mechalos, they were dancing around the ego, that's when he threw and broke the tablets. It wasn't enough that they were just, they created an Avodazar. It wasn't enough that they created the Egel Azav. It was the fact that they were enjoying it. It was the fact that they were dancing around it. Dancing is one of the greatest expressions it could be for Tuma in this case, but it could be for Kedusha. In fact, by the Azyasha or the Jewish people, the men folk said the sea, the song by the sea, it says they sang. But then the Psukim say after, you know what the woman did? They were they were involved, the Torah says, Mecholos. I believe these are the two places in the Torah. 
It refers to the fact that the woman would dance. This is a one-up over a shira. When you can bring yourself to dance, that's a next step. So it works in Kedusha and matters of holiness, but unfortunately it works in the realm of Tumah as well. And that was the case by the Egel Azav. The Jewish people were dancing around the Egel Azav, and it was at that moment where Moshe said, Enough is enough, and he threw down the tablets. By the way, just as a side point, you might have heard there is a publishing company called Mosaic Press. It's got a beautiful logo of the tablets with, it looks like a mosaic, right? A mosaic is composed of a lot of pieces. People don't realize this, but the word mosaic comes from Moses, who broke the tablets, right? And that's why a mosaic is an art of hundreds and hundreds or whatever, dozens and dozens, whatever whatever it is, of pieces. That's That comes from this week's parsha. The when Moshe threw down the luchos and it's and it splattered into hundreds and hundreds of pieces, um, and that's where and it was Moshe who did it. Hence mosaic Moses. That's why it's called a mosaic, and that's why it's called mosaic press. Uh, you know, part of our, our, our job description here on this world is that we're picking up those pieces. Every good deed that we do, every good thing that we say, every good thought that we have, we're, we're picking up these broken pieces. You know, we're still in gullahs, which means it's not fully, we don't have it all together. But we can find throughout our lives different pieces. And obviously I don't refer to the physical pieces, um, although if you do find a physical piece um, from the broken tablets, by all means, you're a rich man, let me just tell you. Um, and if you're a lady who found it, then you're a rich lady. So ba- back to back to the point, Moshe Rabbeinu saw the Jewish people, Michals, they were involved in dancing around, and that is when he broke the luchos. And the Torah says, Vayishlach miyadav, going back to the Chizkuni in 32.19, he threw it from his hands. The Chizkuni, I'm going to read it in Hebrew because it is so important. Tashash kocho, When Moshe Rabbeinu saw the degeneration of his people, when he saw the Jewish people serving the golden calf, he became weakened. Tashash kocho. Vlohayabo lisablam. He no longer, he no longer could bear the weight of the luchos which he was holding. However, in order that he should not hurt his feet by dropping the luchos, Moshe Rabbeinu, he was able to throw the luchos a little bit away from him. Do you understand what's going on here? The Chizkuni is explaining to us that Moshe Rabbeinu had no strength, but he ended up throwing the luchos a little bit away from him. So that he shouldn't hurt his toes. He shouldn't hurt his feet. I mean... What is the Chizkuni adding? What is the what is the point of this commentary? What is what, is there was there is there something we're supposed to? It seems very irrelevant. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I care about 
Everything about Moshe Rabbeinu, including his feet, of course. I don't want him to get hurt. Chas v'shalom. But, but is that really important enough to comment on the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu threw the luchos away from his body so as to not hurt his toes? I mean, why is that detail necessary? And, and I was thinking about this for a long time. Um, I was thinking about this for a long time. And, and perhaps we can suggest an idea like this, and that is Moshe Rabbeinu saw the sin of the golden calf and he immediately lost his strength. Toshash Koho. He became weakened. According to the general laws of physics, he should have simply dropped the luchos right then and there. They were too, they were too heavy to bear, too, too heavy to hold. And it, it, was, it, was, it was impossible to hold. But the Chaskuni tells us, right before he dropped the luchos, Moshe Rabbeinu managed to sum up the strength and throw it away from him. In a moment of weakness, Moshe Rabbeinu found the strength, the courage to muster up a little bit of strength. So as to avoid pain, a person can sum up strength that, that doesn't really exist in order to protect himself or others. In fact, you've probably heard there's these crazy stories of mothers lifting up cars from on top of children, Loelenu, etc. Humans have the ability to create an adrenaline rush and, and be strong even in moments of sure weakness. And perhaps Moshe Rabbeinu, by doing what he did and mustering up the strength in a moment of weakness and managing to throw the luchos away from him, from him so as to not hurt himself, he was trying to demonstrate to the Jewish people, perhaps, that even when times are tough, difficult, and there seems to be no more strength left in the tank, never give up. When Moshe Rabbeinu failed to come back to the Jewish people after the supposed 40 days were completed, they should not have given up and resorted to just worshipping and creating a golden calf. They should not have just done something that would cause great spiritual damage and pain. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu found a way to produce strength so as to not hurt himself, similarly, the Jewish people should not have found they should, the Jewish people rather should have found a way to remain strong spiritually so as to not hurt themselves spiritually. The damages and pains from the sin of the golden calf, you know, can be felt still today in the 21st century. We're still in Gullus, we're still in exile, but the lesson of Moshe Rabbeinu to be strong in moments of weakness, to sum up the strength in moments of seeming despair, that also rings true today. And may we talk of Izoche, let us find the strength and, and be strong to do the will, to do the right thing. And even in moments of weakness, those are sometimes the greatest setups, the greatest opportunities to show our true strengths. You just listened to another Torah Sparks podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I do have exciting news to share with you. Mir Tashem, next week's podcast, my hope, will have an exciting guest. So stay tuned. I'll give you a hint. His first name is, well, it rhymes with David. Um, can't give away his last name. Um, but we are very excited for that guest. So stay tuned for next week's podcast. We got a great story. We got a great interview coming right at you. And wishing you a holy, happy, healthy week.